maybe uh, I didn't eat any more today. What I can talk about? I really. Uh, <laughs> what do you yeah. plan? What do you plan on eating? You must have a food plan for today or yeah. for the next years. Uh, yeah, the next <laughs> years. Yeah. <laughs> One of the questions. Let's let's go. Let's meal by meal. Uh, <laughs> I want you to tell me what you're like. What are you gonna have when like September September fourteenth when you're forty? Uh, what are you gonna have for brunch that day? Maybe I have to uh, calculate a special algorithm, yeah, yeah. which works for me, and so that I don't have to think about it. What I have to eat, but I have such a composing algorithm. That's the uh, <laughs> that that's the most uh, German answer <laughs> I could possibly ever hear. Oh my god, a food algorithm to determine your meals. Is that what you're saying? Um, maybe this could be a, uh, a solution of this problem. Would you have but to calculate in if you're a vegetarian or like vegan? You know, you don't eat meat. You'd have to calculate that into the algorithm. Maybe in 10 years I become again or I change my eating uh, habits. Hmm. Yeah. You know, that's a and good so idea, actually, now that I think about it. In order to get like the perfect amount of nutrition, you calculate an algorithm and it like also puts into the fact that like a meal that you won't get sick of. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe the food algorithm is a good idea. Our levels are fine, by the way. I'm just, I'm just talking like an idiot right now. Where are you from? I was born in Jena, which, which is in the middle of Germany. Then I studied in Weimar. And now I'm living in Bremen. Was there a music scene there? Like, how did you get? How did you get into it? Um, I visited a special music school, Musikgymnasium Belvedere. It's a school where you have a lot of music uh, lessons and also teachers from uh, high school. From in, it's in, uh, situated in Weimar. And so I have their composition lessons and guitar lessons uh, already in school uh, the last three years of my school life. <laughs> and so I uh, got really straight to uh, to study the same which I did in school. Did you start out with classical mm. guitar? Yes. Okay. So uh, you're like, I want to be a classical guitar player. I studied this, but I, maybe I never thought like this to be a classical guitar player. Uh, during all my guitar learning, there are a lot of stations which, which going from the classical guitar to other, to flamenco, to now this new music guitar, which is not which I learned in my guitar studies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you do that, and then you ended up going to uh, where did you go to? Where did you go to school again after that? Uh, in Weimar. It's, okay. Um, First in Jena, where I was born, um, but after 10th class, so the last three years of my school, I was in Weimar. And there were uh, really great um, opportunities to compose, to have such a good musical education. What were the opportunities like? Uh, so to have composition lessons from... A uh, professor from the uh, Franz Liszt uh, Hochschule. This was one uh, opportunity, and to compose for all my classmates' compositions, which are all instrumentalists, and to 
be in so close uh, contact with them. And uh, we also had the orchestra at school for this orchestra. I composed a piece during my school time for the orchestra and uh, choir together. And so that that are opportunities which you don't have in a normal school. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, to so compose you... for orchestra and to have it performed by the by your own classmates. Orchestra and choir. You wrote mm -hmm. a piece for. How old are you? Um, seventeen, eighteen. You're eighteen years old, and you wrote a piece for orchestra and choir. What did it sound like? It was a, a very special piece. It's, it was a commission from the Gedenkstätte Buchenwald. Uh, there was a, a concentration camp between um, nineteen thirty-seven and nineteen forty-five, and um, then also used maybe until the fifties. Uh, as concentration camp from the Soviets, and there's um, memorial or something like that. Yeah, they uh, was making an ex exhibition about women in this concentration camps and also in other concentration camps uh, which belong to Buchenwald. They had a lot, lot of single biographies, biographies from some women, which were uh, were presented in this exhibition, and one woman began in this time when she was there in in a concentration camp in a near Weimar uh, she began to write um, poems and so the memorial in Buchenwald asked the music gymnasium where we there if there's somebody uh, who's interested to uh, compose um, a piece to this poem so this was my commission to do and Now I heard completely different music, like uh, for uh, over 10 years when I do this. But this um, motivation to uh, make music is since this piece the same or the motivation to be in contact with other persons through composing and through writing uh, What were music. the words of the poem? You can say them in German. The title was Grau. Uh, Grey. Grey. Yeah. Um, And what me impressed me a lot, uh, or most, is that she wrote uh, um, only in this time poems. She never did before, and after that uh, also not. Only in this time where she was in this concentration camp. And she also did it not only for herself, but for all, all others which are together with her, all other women to uh, have also for them a little bit hope and to uh, have something which is not only what this work, what they are doing in the concentration camp. So in this extreme situation to uh, think about writing poems, this is so uh, great energy also for me to uh, make art. How did and not uh, only for me, but f also for others. Yeah, I'm sorry that I'm, I want to talk. Even uh, though you wrote it ten years ago, can I, we talk about it for a little bit? I mean, how did you approach at such a young age to mm -hmm. be dealing with such an intense subject mm -hmm. with such large forces like an orchestra and a choir? How did you approach it? How did you approach that? What did you do with? All that material. Maybe it was easier if if I have to do it now. It was maybe it, it's much more complicated. I was more uh, just doing and not those things. A lot of it, and just have this poem and 
to uh, see what is it is making with me and to uh, find uh, a way to uh, give a musical room for this poem. And maybe if I now think about what does it mean to compose or to uh, to compose music to a poem, which or in this situation, it maybe I have so much um, more things to think about. Why can I do it? And yeah, maybe yeah. it's not so easy yeah. now, but so, this time not. And so it's very good. And uh, for me, I met this woman and we had a very uh, good you met friend. Her. Yeah. Uh, she lived at the time. She was 87. In, when I was 18, she was 87. Oh, my God. What and was that meeting she, like? She couldn't come to the first performance, but uh, one year later, then it was 88 or 89, she came to Weimar. And we made a concert only for her, orchestra and choir from the school, only as if about 40 or 40 persons, musicians, uh, which made a concert only for one woman, which is listening to them. And this was one of my first experiences as a composer. Uh, I did some pieces for guitar before, but this was the first great composition which I did. And this is the greatest experience to have one listener uh, and such a big group of musicians. Yeah. And this special uh, situation. What did she say? Um, I was really impressed uh, after the performance. She catalogued every musician and gave every over the 40s uh, person in the hand and uh, thank to all persons which are involved in this project. But what did she say to you? Um, she didn't expect it when she wrote this uh, poem that over 50 years later or 60 years later, a uh, young German composer will come and uh, make music to her poem. So this was for her maybe a very great experience for her life. And also our, our friendship, which began then, and she... Uh, Died 2008 or so. We had over six or seven years our, with our friendship and met several times in Weimar and also in Turkey to her 90th birthday and uh, out, really? uh, wrote a lot of letters um, some months for, before her death. Is her poems, which she wrote in this time, were published in German. Uh, until uh, the time there were only a, a publication in Hungarian and in 2008 also in German. So this was also a, um experience for her to have this poems, which she didn't write in German. She uh, wrote it in Hungarian because she's from there yeah. to have them published in German in this land where she was in the concentration camp and... Did she know German? What did you yeah. speak with? Okay. Well, we uh, spoke in German and okay. write in German. She spoke about 10 languages. Very talented. And you had a six-year friendship with her? Yes, we participated in our lives. And I sent her my compositions, which I composed after that. And so about our families and maybe not very special uh, letters but um if, for me what's a very great experience to have some uh by which is so much older than me and to uh, be connected with a with the history 20th century about one person in this way okay so this so is your first experience mm, 
composing. Yeah. Yeah. And really, and, you said you wrote a couple um, guitar pieces before this. What do you get out of this? Like, um, like a lesson you this. learned? Yeah. Like, what? where do you go with composing after having a huge, well, I mean, a 40-player orchestral piece performed by uh, using poetry from a woman in a concentration camp? Yes, after this, I started uh, some compositions for special musicians, which are uh, in my class in the school and also together with my studies. But I not uh, continued in this way like this, very different ways on composition, but uh, which is still the most energy which I talked about it, this energy to make art in this situation and not only from myself. This is still alive in me and uh, f for all my other compositions. What does your music sound like at this point? Like, can you describe it in words? Oh, it's complicated for me. It's And I didn't have so uh, a special aesthetic in one, only one way. It's, maybe it was very open. Okay. And not what, so, what were you listening uh, to? Maybe most of compositions on the first half of 20th century not uh, not very used music uh, at that time at uh, 16 or 17 more uh, traditional music of the first part of the 20th century okay uh, maybe that's the answer okay just a <laughs> opened one at the beginning of the study at uh, in, in Weimar so when, but then I studied uh, really directly after school. And was a new world for me opened to have also another composition teacher and to be connected with a lot of different kinds of new music. And where are you uh, now? I mean, where, where where did you go after Weimar? After school, I studied in Weimar for um, six years until two thousand eight, oh. and then I moved to Bremen and after I finished my uh, composition and guitar studies in Weimar. Do you still study guitar? No, but now I mostly um, play my own music because I have not so much time to practice others. But I still play guitar and also play other things than my own music with not so much time which I have for composition. And in Bremen I only started a studium only in composition. Why did you choose Bremen? I wanted to study with Yonghee Pak Pan. This was my motivation. She uh, had the composition uh, class there and I met her first time in Donaueshing at uh, the off program for, for the students in Donaueshing, which um, she founded uh, over 10 years ago. And at that time, in 2006 or seven, I met her first time, was really impressed about her way is at this uh, of program she managed the composition classes or discussions and uh, seminars and discussions with the other composers of the festival and she uh, was leading the discussion and with a very open mind and very good way to ask and uh, react in the of the in the situation about uh, the discussion and so as I thought I can learn a lot of her, not only to compose, but uh, or other things also. So as she was a... Where is she uh, from? She's from Korea. Okay. 
So I asked her before I uh, applied in Bremen, before I came to the music school there, I asked her if I can come to her and show her my compositions. So the first uh, meeting was that she heard all of my compositions complete and didn't look at, at the scores, only sit down and listened with closed eyes and listened to the music and all of uh, my music which I brought to her. So there are not so many composition teachers I've met which Do only that. listen yeah. <laughs> and don't uh, look at score and say, ah, oh, here and here and here. Uh, you can't do this so and so. She was going into the thinking of uh, her students, was very individual. How did she get into your head? What was she saying about you? Now, um, so this was in 2008, over five years ago. And some months ago, she uh, we telephoned and um, she spoke about this piece which she heard over five years ago and she remembered everything <laughs> uh, of this piece and she didn't heard it again only five years ago and she also had it in her mind and uh, in her heart and um, she's very thing of the connection about my music and my person and this is a very special kind not only to see the compositions and the music but also the person who did it Okay, but what um, did she say? Who's the person? It's a very uh, personal um, way she's talking about it. I'm talking uh, about you now. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This special piece, which she's, she's remembered since five years, over five years, uh, it was a piece for a violin and video. And it was a piece like something is going uh, every time through a wall and want to go through this wall and... Yeah, she had a um, special way to see more than only the music and what what is behind. Do you still the, the do you still study with motivation? Her? She's um, now sixty-seven, and f two years ago she um, retired. Uh, yeah, she's retired. a rentner. Yeah, now, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since two years. Okay. And now we are friends, but I'm not studying still with her. Okay. Uh, but we are very close contact, and she's interested when I'm composing now. And, um, and she did. She knows you won, right? Yeah. Okay. What did she say? Uh, she was the first person I called. <laughs> really? Okay. So she's not. Um, yeah. Uh, because I know she's very happy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, because also for her, it's a great moment to have uh, one of her students have such uh, a possibility now to make new piece and to have an audience.
tell me about this guitar piece. Uh, there are four microphones on the guitar and eight loudspeakers among uh, the audience and the sound diffusion, the sound, sound director, uh, which uh, uh, in Utrecht was Konstantin Pop. He um, mixes uh, four microphones and also the sound diffusion in the room. And it's quite uh, also complicated, like my guitar part, which is also the sound diffusion part, also notated in the score, which microphone more and uh, where is the sound situated and how is the moving of the sound. That's all notated and, in the score. Yeah, it's a little bit more free than the guitar part, but um, it's notated. Um, you, you composed it on the guitar. Yeah. Obviously, um, yeah. Maybe you couldn't compose such a piece without being connected to the instrument and uh, have a long research on the instrument, what you can do if you want to do something like that. Do you think you're a better um, composer for guitar than other instruments? I have no other instrument which uh, I have such a long experience over 20 years like the guitar. So this is for me the wish to uh, develop the thinking about how making uh, music with guitar and to uh, find a new way to deal with the guitar is more than with others and uh, other instruments. Yeah. What's different about your approach to the guitar than I would say any regular guitar piece? So in this piece, um, I divided the guitar in several parts with two spoons and with a capodasta. And so I have not only one guitar, but guitar orchestra in only one instrument. Yeah. And um, what I'm doing in my score is, so I have about nine systems for the several parts. It's five parts of the guitar and a system for the spoon, which is moving um, the spoons up between the strings. And during the composition, I move the posi position of both spoons. So I have... During the composition, um, every time a different uh, division of the guitar. And so the harmonic is changing all the, all the time because I'm moving the spoons. And also a uh, notation of what is doing the right hand and what is the left hand doing. So I have, maybe it's looking like an orchestra, but also only one player and only one instrument. And, and the thing is, you and, can play this, right? Yeah. It's weird because... It's almost like you probably performed the piece and then you notated it, right? And I had a lot of experience with all the performances which I had. There were now about um, over 15 performances. And then after every performance, I had experience and I developed the score. And there are also three other guitarists which um, performed it until now. But a lot of performance I did myself. For me, this is very good art or a way to compose by developing composition after every performance and not to have a, a finished score after uh, compose on the table at home and um, those experience with, with the audience and with special rooms and um, this is all going into the score after you, a long period. Do you think you can compose more intimately for other instruments maybe i will find a way uh, how i can compose for other instruments and 
maybe also a distance to the instrument is also good. Yes, maybe you can think about ways to compose which you maybe could not think as an instrumentalist of this instrument. Yeah, but then the odds um, of you being wrong are greater. You know, oh, I thought hmm. I could compose this way. And then the violin player is like, no, that's just not possible. But now you've yeah. come up with all mm. these really interesting things because that are completely possible and you've made this really intricate score because you have such a close relationship with the instrument. Mm. But if you had a distance from it, it wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to do that. So when I uh, working together with an instrumentalist, maybe to uh, develop it together with uh, him or her, this is also a way to find maybe such a new way to play a traditional instrument. Yeah, but then you'd have to mm -hmm. hang out with them every day for 20 years. Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's not impossible. Yeah, yeah that's, I think that is oh. impossible, actually. You'd be 300 mm. years old before you could write for orchestra the way you write for a guitar. <laughs> okay, so, uh, I mean, what else is going on in this piece? Is there any type of formal structure happening here? or It's maybe way a traditional form of Ritornelle, which is the title, Grüntrübe Ritornelle, yeah. beim Verlassen des Territoriums. And Ritornelle is form about some material which is, appears several times in the co uh, composition, but uh, the guitar is changing, and so the material also is changing, and it's not the same which appears again. You understand? Yeah, yeah. Do you normally yeah. use traditional forms like that? Ritornell is a... That's an old one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it depends what I'm doing. It's not my way to uh, compose traditional forms, but I look what I want to do to compose and what is the form for this which I want. And in this piece it was this form, uh, something which has come again but is changed. What are you going to write for the Gariamos festival? Do you know yet? I have some ideas, but um, I'm more interested in doing some which is not only uh, uh, ensemble piece or which is going to some more maybe with video or something like that oh really yeah. have you done stuff with video before do you do like, now i interdisciplinary yesterday, uh, there was a first performance of a piece with video guitar and video maybe this is a piece which i can develop to a bigger ensemble also with video and this is related to um, pictures from francisco de goya to his uh, caprichos and the guitarist jürgen ruck asked me to uh, write a guitar composition to which are related to these pictures or to choose one of the 80 uh, pictures uh, of the Capriccios from Goya and to compose a guitar piece. But this he asked me t uh, three years ago and I thought a very long time and I have no idea what doing about this connection between uh, picture and music. So I except that it's guitar and it's a yeah. Spanish <laughs> yeah. painter. That's uh, it. Yeah, and um, maybe there's also one uh, picture in this eighty uh, in this cycle of the eighty pictures where the guitar. And so it's uh, close to do this with a guitar and to have this very intimate form of the pictures from Goya is Radierung. 
there are not uh, big pictures and very close and intimate and so it's uh, close to sing about a guitar piece which is also intimate but um, for me I needed another connection between picture and music and not only to compose um, music which is um, connected to the atmosphere or something like that to the pictures so I um, uh, decided to uh, also make something with the pictures And to, uh, I started to concentrate only on the hands of the persons uh, which Goya uh, was drawing. And in every uh, picture there's a uh, different uh, way about the gestures. And for me, all energy and all dramatic energy was... Only you can see if you only look at the hand. So I decided to uh, delete everything, but only I leave the hands on the pictures. And so now I, you have only hands. Did you apply like the hand gestures also to like the guitar playing? Yes, this was okay, the so next like, uh, connection. Yeah. The guitar player is playing the guitar and he also integrates the gestures which are in the pictures in his guitar playing. So it's like a pantomime or pantomime do you think is it well does it only um, work as a live performance like if you listen to the recording and also just looked at the pictures um, would you be able to hear the hand shape i also in in the performance i have uh, the guitar player and before the guitar player i uh, pro uh, project the video yeah, yeah yeah and you can see also behind that the guitar player uh and you connect the uh, hands on the video which are in front of the guitarist yeah and also the gestures of the guitarist and so for me it's a piece you have to listen and to see it together and both um both things i develop separately like a counterpoint of uh picture and uh, music and so for the listener or for the audience they have to connect it in their minds. The pictures, what they are seeing, which uh, what they are hearing is a way uh, of the producing of the sounds on the guitar and uh, the gestures, why this guitar sound producing. Maybe this is one which I want to develop uh, into With another multimedia. piece. multimedia, yeah. Uh, for the Gaudiamus piece next year. But I, this is one idea my, maybe... I'm trying to think of how I'm trying to different piece, but this now this is one. I'm trying to think how that I that that idea works so well for string instruments, because you're you or maybe even like a piano mm. or like a an instrument that requires lots of hand movement, mm. right? I'm trying to think how that would work for uh, an oboe player or a trombone player or even a trumpet mm. player who only has mm. three fingers that he's really using in a slide. Yes, this is also very interesting for me too. Um, or for just just write a string, just write mm -hmm. music for guitar and piano and strings, or like only like finger or yeah, very hand one, gestural. One picture of Goya is this was the guitar. There are uh, three other figure, uh, uh, persons on this picture, and at the moment this is my idea to have this setting with four people, one guitar and three other persons who are playing instruments which uh, connect to this special picture and to um, 
make on this setting of the, the concert setting with the uh, musicians same like in this picture. And so to get this picture to life through the musicians and to think what, what uh, is uh, okay. what's going on in this picture when you see this uh, person's life as could musicians. you use do you think you could use i'm so cute i'm like writing the piece for you in my head oh, okay. now yeah no i mean not like doing <laughs> it, for your but head like, no, no. but i'm just saying it's a rich idea that like it's mm. got a lot of it's mm. got like a lot of potential in it do you think you could do like mouth movement you know like like maybe someone in the picture has like a certain mouth There's, shape uh, like she's you know like some ooh, gestures just, like yeah. this on the pictures where you put the what's faust a fist uh, a fist in, in the mouth um and also uh, screaming persons. Uh, yeah, but it's, you, it's Goya. It's super violent, uh, right? Yeah. It's very expressive yeah. gestures. And But on the pictures from where you couldn't hear it. And to ask um, what is possible, how could this uh, picture sound like if you uh, bring it to life? This is one of the questions which I have in this way of composing. And dealing with this pictures from Goya. I feel like it must have been done before. Like you say this to me and I'm like, of course someone should do that. But I can't think of anybody who's done that. There are a lot of pieces which are related to Goya. Because the guitarist... And, no, I'm, I'm also talking of, about just painting hmm, now. A hmm. lot of pieces that are... I'm sh like obviously there are a lot of pieces that are based on painting, mm. but I don't know a lot of pieces that are based on painting that use kind of like hand gestures mm. and kind of movements in it to actually apply that to the movement of playing an instrument. So if I you know something, of, it's I don't know anything. For me, also you know, interesting just, to. I mean, I just you know, um, I know something um, in in dance. Yeah, uh, it makes more sense for dance. With, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but not in composition. That's my motivation to do it <laughs> because I feel it's a new kind of expression for me to connect this, what you are seeing and hearing and to uh, deal with it separately. I would imagine that, like, you know, you know what I like about it is that it makes, as a piece, it makes audible sense to me. Like the mm. connection between the two mm. things, it's not just the super abstracted I took the painting mm. and I put it through this, whatever, mm. you know? Yeah. It's like, like those two were like, I would really, you know, it would really become an experience where the two actually come, come together in interesting ways that literally work for somebody sitting down and listening and watching it. Oh, hope so. This will become maybe in the guitar version, which I uh, already finished. What's the name this of the is... painting? So I can put this up, but like show people the painting in the interview, um, and, like, you know? Los Caprichos is a cycle, all uh, 80 paintings in this, and he did it in 1799. He published it in 1799, and thematically they are very different, all 80 pictures. But the gestures are in every picture very expressive. Thank God you special. didn't, like when your friend and asked you to write just a piece based on Goya, you didn't just do some like, okay, I'll do some weird Spanish influence, you know, <laughs> piece thing. Thank God you took the time to come up with this idea that is now being able to able to be applied to not only other pieces, but you could probably do this for other visual images, but mm -hmm. human gestures too. Maybe not even human gestures, like maybe a shape or something. Yeah, uh, a, a in Kandinsky. This, in this video, like, um, yeah, yeah, like I a, did yeah. not only um, took these pictures and um, only the hands of the pictures, but uh, I 
made a new uh, new way to uh, deal with it and new work uh, artwork uh, and which is maybe related to Goya but it's a new picture a new work and how, how, how do you um, decide, how do you make artistic decisions on what you're going to take from the picture and how you're going to make it into a new work because you're trained as a musician and a, a composer and a guitarist and a musician like do you um, feel like you need to have any type of visual art training to able to do this correctly or do you have people helping you this is a question which i got very often <laughs> okay so um, it's, it, yeah. and i'm also makes several or other uh, visual arts uh, i'm painting and uh, also make sound installations which are with sculptures and something like that so it's not the first time for me to make something visual and also in bremen is hochschule für künste it's not only for music Uh, but also for art. So, so I you also studied? Also studied, not uh, with the official study, but I also visited the um, class for painting and also sometimes a video class. And in Bremen, uh, we had um, the great possibility to uh, have a lot of projects together with uh, classes for art. So it's for me, it's um, a long period before... Yeah, you were of, of research to bring that together. So I don't have any, um, I don't have any visual art training. So if I mm, were to do yeah. it, it would be awful, right? <laughs> it would be like it would be like hopefully it would be good mm. music, but the visual aspect of it would just be like. Ew. But what I yeah. uh, also um, feel in other questions like this. So if you also only um, uh, educated as a composer and a musician, you. Uh, are not able to do other things which you didn't learn. And maybe for me it's most inspiring to do something which I, which is new for me and to learn it by doing and to do something which I was not educated for. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so getting get, getting back this, to the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my motivation to do this video. Get, also, get, getting back uh, to the, uh, the video and mm -hmm. guitar piece, mm -hmm. do you think they're equal? Do you think one serves the other? Do you, do you think the video serves the music or do you think they're like perfectly equal? The, yeah. Which I'm most interested in the room between uh, the picture and the music. It's a, a virtual room. That the listener can the, move the, around in. Yeah. yeah. Okay. If you don't see it or don't hear it, it's um, complicated to uh, talk about it. Yeah. 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 Can um, you send me, do you have a, do you have a video of the whole thing? I will inform you <laughs> okay. when it's ready. Okay. Um, but I can show you some pictures uh, which I uh, of the Goya pictures where I yeah um, yeah where you abstracted the hands, the hands. yeah. Well, I really look forward to that. Yeah. Okay, I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, thank you for doing this interview. Mm -hmm. Thanks for asking and listening. Okay.